0: Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hey, welcome to this edition of See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts. Uh, I'm your host, Rebecca Taylor, and today I had an excellent chat with Mr. Scott Eddy. You probably have seen him. He is the host of a new Lifetime TV show called uh, Video Globetrotter. He's also has thousands of followers across social media. He's got well, 240,000 followers on Instagram uh, over a million followers on Twitter Facebook and 20,000 some odd um, likes on Facebook so you've probably come across him if you're in the travel industry or right now if you're like a lot of us looking for more inspiration while you are unable to travel uh, Scott has been a really excellent resource for that across all of his profiles filled with beautiful photos and amazing experience so it was really great to sit down and have a quick chat to Scott. About the travel industry and you know some of his favorite corners of the globe since he's obviously had um, some amazing opportunities. Uh, He spent years living in Bangkok. uh, So he's definitely a fan of that side of the world, but it was just great to connect with other travel industry professionals and kind of get a little bit of a feel of how things are going to evolve. And, you know, obviously with COVID, we've all been kind of stuck at home, but it's also provided lots of opportunities um, to explore our neighborhoods. So Scott's done a lot of uh, travel within the state, uh, in Florida, where he is, and, uh, you know, some local little trips to maybe Mexico and things like that. But otherwise, Yeah, like so many other people, we're also sitting around, um, chatting around about travel and not actually able to go. So hopefully, this provides you with a little bit of a boost, maybe some insight and inspiration for your next trips when you're able to take them. And I highly recommend, you know, stepping away from the news sometimes and spending time on accounts like Scott's and and you know even our website. You know, I'm a little bit biased, but. It just allows you to get lost for a little bit and, um, you know, too much of it ruminating over obviously might make us depressed that we can't travel, but a little dose of it, I think just does amazing things for your mental health. And if I see a nice picture of a beach with a palm tree swaying in the breeze, I feel a boost and I look forward to knowing it's going to come back at some point. I'm definitely going to be ready to go and just add into that bucket list. So it's getting longer and longer, the more incredible people like Scott that I interview and that we're at home, but that's okay. I don't think you can have uh, a bucket list that's too long. So without further ado, enjoy this chat with Scott. And if you don't already subscribe to us um, in the Apple iTunes store or Google Play, please do. It takes two seconds. You'll get all the latest episodes. Delivered to you, and uh, why not pop a little review? Also free, takes no time. Thanks a lot. Enjoy this episode. Today we're here with Scott Eddie, and Scott has quite a long CV of experience um, in the travel industry. Probably most notably, currently you're um, the TV host of the Lifetime Television show Video Globe Trotter. I was just wondering, though, Scott, if you could give a little bit of background because you actually come from. A very different realm to now what you're you're all about you're traveling and and tourism so how did you kind of parlay your previous role as an investment banker into being the the globe trotter that you are today
1: and you know um it actually it even differs even more than that because growing up my father was a police officer so every day after high school and middle school I spent at the police department just hanging out with him, going a ride along, things like that. So I actually had a date to start the police academy, uh, right after high school. Wow. But three weeks before I graduated high school, my father was killed in the line of duty in a plane crash. Oh
0: and gosh. that sort
1: of turned my whole life upside down.
0: Wow, I bet. But, um, yeah. Sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah. So so for me, my whole life, I was expecting to finish high school. I, I really didn't like school, so there was absolutely no way I was going to college mm-hmm. and go straight into the police academy, become a cop, retire, and die. Like My life was so mapped out. And then that happened, and that's when I went to the orientation at the finance company, and they accepted me, and they taught me the whole business. And I was in investment banking for 10 years, all of the nineties from 89 to 99. And they came out of the office one day in 99 and said, we sold the firm. Um, If you show up on Monday, you're going to have a new owner or you could resign today. We don't care because in that business, they they literally only look at you as a number. Okay. Um, I resigned and my friend's friend was an expat living in Thailand and I, I, he's like, listen, you're 29, you've never been to Europe, you've never been to Asia, uh, come over, now's your chance. So I bought a two-week ticket, and I was in Bangkok for four days. And I realized that it, you could be in a monstrous city like Bangkok, and you could fit two or three Manhattans inside of Bangkok just to give you the scope of how big it is. Mm-hmm. But everybody's nice, <laughs> and everybody's kind. And I, I didn't think that was possible in the world because, you know, my world was finance and egos and assholes. And, you know, that's what I was surrounded with. And it, it just blew me away. It completely changed my life, changed my perspective, changed my outlook on everything. And after four days, I called my mother. I said, listen, I'm never coming home. Okay. I want to live here forever and send my stuff.
0: Wow. Okay. So Made a real big impression was a on you. Turning point in everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It really like, It really, it was, it was, I mean, when people say life-changing, that was life-changing.
0: Wow. Yeah. And not many people get that. I am
1: going to, correct, correct, which is a shame.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I personally feel that when you finish high school, it should be mandatory that you spend six months overseas living in a country, not a well-developed country, in a developing country, because then you would really have an appreciation for what you do has already at home and for you know like you get an appreciation of of, of life mm-hmm. of like you know i i know people that live on a couple hundred dollars a month and they're the happiest people in the world and i know people that make a half million a year and these people are just miserable every day yeah how is that possible
0: yeah it's not the story we're told right money so, equals happiness or yeah
1: yeah yeah a hundred percent
0: and you were over there for so quite a I, while I right
1: yeah, I was in Bangkok for 11 years, and I didn't do anything the first few years. But then, on a whim, I started what, what became to be the first digital agency in Southeast Asia. And that was when all the hotels and resorts were entering Southeast Asia, Singapore, Vietnam, Bali, all the islands in Thailand. So we were this sort of go-to digital agency, building out all the strategies and managing social media and this and that. And I learned everything by really watching my team do everything for five years. So then I sold my agency and built up my personal brand, and the rest is just history.
0: Yeah. So Uh, I
1: ended up living in six different countries and came back to the States about five years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Was that the reverse culture shock, returning to the States and how everything is done there? 100%. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Five years on, though, you're used to it? or.
1: No, that's why I have no home and I travel full-time and I try to be out of the country as much as possible. Yeah. I I much prefer being overseas. I like being surrounded by, you know, sitting at a table and hearing two or three different languages and everybody has a different nationality and accents and just everybody has a different view of everything. Mm -hmm. It's just cool.
0: Mm -hmm. So how have you been finding it? Because I know we spoke before and... Uh, obviously you've been at home like everyone with COVID-19 and I think you actually gave me the exact number of days you've been at home. So are you finding it very difficult? Uh, (laughs) I picture you with the marks on the wall, like counting down in a jail cell.
1: The second hand I can show you, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, you know, listen, it, it is what it is. And, You know, you just got to make the best of it. And you you have two choices when you go through something like this. You could stick your head in the sand and say, oh, woe is me. And just completely stop fighting and just put your guard down and just die. Or you sit down and say, hey, this is what's going on. Let's take it for what it is. And let's take advantage of what opportunities has arisen from this. Mm -hmm. Because with every crisis comes opportunity. So you have to... You have to just go with the flow. I mean, you don't have a choice. No, you're not going to beat this thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not only us, is it? You know, it's not only your state or your country. It's the whole world over. So for you though, with that eye for travel and storytelling, has it, have you taken advantage of being able to become a tourist? Like I've watched your post and you're kind of out exploring, you know, right where you live again. And it allows you to be almost like a tour guide in your own city. And I think a lot of people are are taking advantage of that. So has it forced you to do that now that you're able to actually go out and enjoy restaurants and things like that again Um, and see it in a new way, I guess that you probably wouldn't before you would have been coming in and out. Like you said, you never really had a home base. And now you've kind of have to have one.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely forced me to do a lot more in the U S and in Florida than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have gone, I have gone, on, I've gone to Mexico three or four times, uh, because really that's the only country that wants us right now. right uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, I mean, staycations and, and drive markets and road trips and, and things like that, that is going to be the immediate future for a while now. Mm-hmm. So, you you really have to take advantage, you know. Like, I, I I I get a lot of interviews and people ask me like, what are your goals and what is what is your long term view on this? What's your? I don't really have a lot of long term goals and views. What I do is, I for the life of me, I will always continually think like a startup. Okay, I want to always be able to pivot overnight, mm-hmm. and that has made this whole pandemic thing very. Uh, a lot smoother for me than than I know a lot of other people are taking it very hard because they have very strict, rigid, long-term goals. And if anything gets deviated, they don't have any wiggle room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's, that, that's you know, it's not good to have that in life because <laughs> life doesn't always work out the way you want it to.
0: Yeah, I like that. So Stay fluid. I sort of go with the
1: flow and, yeah, and take advantage of things.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you you know, we're looking on the positives and that's a great attitude to have, but where's the first place you're booking when you can, when travel restrictions have eased uh, up?
1: I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I missed a very, uh, there was a conference that I was speaking at in Cape town, the end of March, beginning of April. And that was really like, I have 35 trips canceled. But that was the one that was really the gut punch. That mm-hmm. that really hurt because I love Africa. I just think it's a phenomenal continent and it's, I, I just love being there. So I was, I, I just heard that they are most likely re, rebooking the same book, uh, the same conference, the same schedule, everything for next April. So that's, that's all well and good. But yeah, I just, I enjoy bouncing around Europe and um I I worked very heavily with the cruise industry, so I can't wait to get back on a boat, to be honest. Yeah, you and Uh,
0: me both. (laughs) It really,
1: it bothers bothers me that, you know, I mean, not even your side the the yacht industry, but it bothers me all the flack that the cruise line and the cruise industry gets during this pandemic. And I got news for you. The cruise lines have been, religiously using hand sanitizers and cleaning, cleaning up a lot more than any airport, any hotel, any airline that I've ever seen in the history. They've been doing it since I was little, mm. since I was cruising. I mean, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. I grew up cruising. Yeah. So, I mean, they like, force you to use hand sanitizer before you go in for dinner long before the pandemic.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that,
1: that, I, I, I really can't wait to get back on a cruise ship, to be honest. I normally
0: do four or five a year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think there's been people saying that, you know, this is the end of it and everything will bounce back. I think that's the biggest thing. And they've probably been so religious, like you say, because that's just the reality of it, right? If you're stuck somewhere and a stomach flu goes around, you know, that's going to go very quickly if you're, you know, all stuck together. So I think that's just the thing with with COVID that we've seen. It's just so highly contagious. And that's what a lot of people... You know, even with the the luxury yachting, it definitely screeched to a halt in the spring because nobody knew what to expect. Like, if you can imagine just what we've learned in six months and what we thought, you know, we're kind of going back into, we haven't fully moved down a phase um, where we are in Canada, but uh, I think we're on our way. People are starting to tighten up and maybe all businesses won't completely shutter again, hopefully. Um, But, you know, they're asking people to limit your groups and things like that. But it's just so interesting to me that i remember in march it was like do we even leave our house you know you were terrified you didn't know so knowledge is power and it's great that we have this and i think it's just going to make people appreciative and more aware too hopefully less selfish when we travel you know thinking about other people and considering that as well
1: yeah it's and i think that you know listen with any crisis uh i think the luxury sector is back first and um I I think that travel like private yachting and private villas and, and these high-end experiences that are just built for small groups and small families, I think that is going to really, really boom like it's never boomed before
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of you know what's going on and they don't they won't want to be around a thousand people and I I, I just think that companies like yours will absolutely explode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's just such a pent up need, like all of us even, right? Like you say, my fiance, sure. he's actually from South Africa. We were supposed to be going. I love going there. Just like you're saying, you know, it's, um, there's nothing like it. Yeah. And a, a trip Fantastic. of ours got canceled. Yeah. And we're just, I can't wait to just do that. Even if we just go to his parents' place and I don't do anything else. I'm in a different country. Right. There's right. a warmth that comes with that. Sure. Yeah. So I think wherever we can go as long as it's not in my car <laughs> and it's far it's in another time right, zone i right. think i'll be happy <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah and you um oh, i get it yeah i know before even covid some of the tips that you would give people was about you know bringing your sanitizer and stuff just in general because you are in contact with so many people so is that still your top tips for people for when they go to travel? Or is it something completely unrelated to hygiene and things like that? And just when to go, where to go, how to book, uh, travel like a local, tips like that that you could share?
1: My, my tips are, are so insanely simple. And it absolutely always begins with good hygienic practices. Um, I've always preached it. I've never, ever, ever understood how people can get in an airplane, one of the dirtiest things on the planet, I don't care how much they claim, uh, and just sit down and not wipe anything down and like touch the same tray that a hundred other people have touched and just grabbing the same railing that everybody, like, how do you not carry a thing of handy wipes with you and hand sanitizers and things like that? Like, you really needed the government to tell you to wash your hands? Like, you, the world, we're not idiots. Like, you're, you're an adult. Yeah, You shouldn't have to. So, so, so yes, my tips are super simple and they all revolve around airport, airplanes, boarding, not boarding. Like the average person doesn't take off their backpack when they get on the plane. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you know that when you do take it off, you're going to have to swing some sort. And if the plane is crowded, you're going to end up hitting somebody.
0: Yeah. So just like little things,
1: you know, just, I I was raised very strict, very like in a household. My mother was born in Jamaica. Her family came from Lebanon. So, very much Middle Eastern and and Caribbean values. And it it just manners for me was the the most regarded thing in our household. Yeah. You know, saying yes, please. No, thank you. So, it it really bothers me when I travel and see the opposite.
0: Yes, which is, there's a lot
1: of it. (laughs) It's common.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. I also liked your taking photos of everything because how often has that happened where you misplace a bag tag or right. you know I, yeah that must save a lot yeah. and you probably learned Absolutely. a lot of this from uh, experience I'm guessing is it
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I, I always in my head I plan for worst case scenario mm-hmm. uh, just just like it's the reason why they make everybody do hand sanitizers on cruises because you know worst case scenario you're just blanketing the the whatever problem could arise
0: mm-hmm. and you're
1: just helping overall. So if you do the tips that I, that I share, I always, if you're ready for worst case scenario, you're ready for any situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And it really makes a difference too. Like if you're, you know, thousands of miles from home and you've lost your luggage, the worst has happened, say, in that scenario, you're not going to turn around and fly home. You hopefully make the best of it. So if you've taken all the steps, yeah, it'll be a little bit lighter hopefully to deal with. But um, I just wanted to ask too, because you had said so many trips have gotten canceled. So was there, other than Africa, like are a lot of these uh, work related that you're able to go in? Because I know you do a lot of public speaking events and things like that. Or is it mostly for the TV show that obviously I'm assuming that's also been put on hold or, is that where you see travel when it eases up? Will it be a lot of work-related trips that you're finally able to take advantage of and tack on a bit of personal time too?
1: So my work life and personal life, there's no wall in between it. It's right. basically the same because I enjoy what I do. For me, it's all about the people. And if I could meet new people every day of my life, it, I would. It, it's for me like winning a lottery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because some of them become friends. Some of them you end up doing business together with. Either one is fine with me. Uh, So I just happen to use social media and tourism to take me there. Um, It's really, my life is really that simple and that simplistic of a goal is just to meet new people. So my trips are basically all work.
0: Okay. But in my head, they're all personal. Right. It's, it's helping so, you get there, right? So you everything. might be paying for things, but... Correct. Correct.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a healthy mix of both. Um, I'm normally in a different country every week. I normally do 20, 25 countries a year. And I'm normally right around 30, 35 trips a year. And that's mm-hmm. a combination of visiting clients, doing campaigns, speaking, um, workshops, all kinds of things. And yeah. the show is in there as well. Right, uh, Like our second episode was supposed to be filmed in Italy, Uh and obviously Italy was one of the hardest places hit in the yeah. beginning, so that yeah. got canceled right away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be nice when you have that uh, ability to choose where you want to go, and I'm assuming some of that is kind of your own insight, too, in the show, so you're ticking things off, but uh I guess... Uh, this is a tricky one that nobody has a straight answer to, but I'm hoping you will. Are you more of the type for like a beach hot holiday or do you need some culture and history or uh, 35 trips a year? I'm guessing you can have a little bit of everything and have your cake and eat it, too.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do a lot of everything. Um, I'm not
0: really on the history side and
1: and I don't really. That stuff kind of bores me. I okay. like to go. Um I love, I love city trips but I also love beach trips. Mm-hmm. Um if I had the best of both worlds I would be in a place like like Bangkok where I could do all the city stuff and then fly an hour south and be on a beach that you would see in like Nat Nat Geo. Yeah. So
0: the perfect you know, for, balance For me
1: that's the best of both worlds. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. excellent. Well, thank you so much, Scott. And everyone, I will tag in the show notes and everything, but your website is Mr. Scott Eddy, and that's a double T and a double D, um, E-D-D-Y. Yeah. And all your social handles, everything's there. People can keep up to date on your news, the show, travels when we're able to. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks so much for having me. This was fun.
0: Thanks for tuning in to See the World Differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming.